No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David's friend Hashai warns him to cross the Jordan immediately to escape the pursuit of his son Absalom. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Samuel chapter 17 on Simply the Bible. While on the run from his son Absalom, David had sent his trusted friend Hushai into Jerusalem to pretend to be loyal to Absalom and to seek to confound the good advice of Ahithophel. The plan worked, and Absalom and the men of Israel thought the advice of Hushai was better than the advice of Ahithophel. By taking Hushai's advice, Absalom gave David and his men time to escape. But now the plans needed to be communicated to David so he would know what to do. We continue in 2 Samuel chapter 17, verse 15. Then Hushai said to Zadok and Abiathar the priests, Thus and so Ahithophel advised Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so I have advised. Now therefore send quickly and tell David, saying, Do not spend this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily cross over, lest the king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now, David was just a great warrior, but he's also a master at intelligence and espionage. He sent Hushai, the two priests, Zadok and Abiathar, and their sons to be spies. The sons of the priests were to be the messengers who would bring word to David of Absalom's plans. Hushai now communicated to Zadok and Abiathar how he had advised Absalom But even though Hushai had bought David some time, he and his people would have to move quickly to cross the Jordan River if they were to escape Absalom and the army of Israel. Now, Jonathan and Ahimaaz stayed at Enrogel, for they dared not be seen coming into the city, so a female servant would come and tell them, and they would go and tell King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them and told Absalom. But both of them went away quickly and came to a man's house in Bahurim, who had a well in his court, and they went down into it. Then the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth and spread ground grain on it, and the thing was not known. And when Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, They said, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? So the woman said to them, They have gone over the water brook. And when they had searched and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. Now, Enrogel was south of Jerusalem. And so the two sons of the priests were hiding out there so as not to be noticed. And a servant girl brought word from their dads, the the priests, to them. But when that happened, a young man saw them and reported it to Absalom. No doubt he was wanting to make a good impression with the new king. So they ran away from Enrogel and came to Bahurim, which was a village on the way to Jericho. 
And there they went to the house of a man whose wife then hid them in a well, covered it with cloth, and put grain on top as though to dry the grain in the sun. This reminds us of when Rahab the prostitute hid the two spies whom Joshua had sent to Jericho. Now when the servants of Absalom showed up, she lied to them and told them that the two men had crossed the water brook. She was not going to side with Absalom in this rebellion against her King David. Absalom's servants returned to Jerusalem empty-handed. No doubt God was taking care of them, protecting them. Now it came to pass after they had departed that they came up out of the well and went and told King David and said to David, Arise and cross over the water quickly, for thus has Ahithophel advised against you. Now Hushai told David of Ahithophel's plan, even though Absalom said he wasn't going to go with Ahithophel's plan. So this was sort of the contingency in case Absalom changed his mind and went with Ahithophel's plan, then David would not be around to be uh, killed by Ahithophel. So David and all the people who were with him arose and crossed over the Jordan. By morning light, not one of them was left who had not gone over the Jordan. David could have convinced himself that since God was with him, since he was God's man, he didn't need to flee. But that would have been presumptuous and imprudent. Proverbs 22.3 says, A prudent man sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. I have found that it is wise to listen to people, to check out the circumstances, to check out the weather, to take advice from others, because many times God uses that to warn us of impending disaster if we will only listen. Even though it is good for us to trust the Lord to protect us, God does give us a brain. He does give us good people around us, and he expects us to use these. In warfare, there is a time to stand your ground and fight, but there is also a time to retreat to a place of protection. A wise general discerns when to advance, when to stand, and when to retreat. Moreover, if David would have ignored Hushai's counsel, then he wouldn't have been putting confidence in his trusted friend. It is important to assign good people to key positions of leadership and then to trust them to do their jobs. If you can't trust them, then you'd better not put them in that position. Or if you have put them there, you better get them out. If you don't, you're only asking for trouble. Now, when Ahithophel saw that his advice was not followed, he saddled a donkey and arose and went home to his house, to his city. Then he put his household in order and hanged himself and died. And he was buried in his father's tomb. Was Ahithophel a sore loser? It certainly looks that way. Absalom didn't take his advice, and so he goes and kills himself. But really, it was probably that he could see that this now would end in disaster for Absalom, that Absalom was really proud, actually, and that he had made the wrong decision in following Absalom. He showed some wisdom in going home and putting his house in order, but then he did a very foolish thing by taking his own life. And many times, smart people 
do stupid things. Ahithophel realized that he would be tried for treason and either executed or banished. And rather than suffering the blame and the pain and the shame, he decided to take his own life, which is always tragic. All of this happened because Ahithophel had given bitterness a root in his life. His bitterness against David for committing adultery with his granddaughter Bathsheba ultimately took his life. It has been well said that harboring bitterness is like drinking poison to kill somebody else. The truth was that David would survive, but Ahithophel died. Has someone wronged you? I mean, really wronged you? Are you having trouble getting over it? Are you having trouble forgiving from the heart? God can help you get rid of the bitterness. If you don't, it will destroy you. I have seen people refuse to forgive. I've watched husbands and wives refuse to forgive each other. It's like it's an infection that hardens their heart. I have warned them with tears that if they don't get rid of the bitterness and forgive each other from the heart, it will destroy their marriage and family and ultimately set the course of their life to disaster. And when I have seen it all unfold, just as I have said, I hate it. You see, I was a child of divorced parents. I know what that's like. It happens when people let the sun go down on their anger and their love turns to bitterness and hatred. They harden their hearts toward one another until they feel there is no solution but divorce. It is only at the cross of Jesus Christ that our bitterness can be drained from us. Our hearts can be melted and healed and we can be fully satisfied with the waters of life that come from Jesus Christ. We've often sung the worship song at the cross. The lyrics go like this. I know a place, a wonderful place, where accused and condemned find mercy and grace, where the wrongs we have done and the wrongs done to us were nailed there with him there on the cross. I would encourage you today to come to the cross of Jesus Christ and confess your sins and believe that Jesus paid in full, not only for your sins, but for the sins of those that you have trouble forgiving. Confess the resentment you've had against another and pray that that same blood of Jesus would cleanse you both and that the love of God that brought Jesus to the cross to redeem us all from our sins would fill your heart with love for the other person that you can't forgive. Do it before it's too late. Then David went to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed over the Jordan, he and all the men of Israel with him. And Absalom made Amasa captain of the army instead of Joab. This Amasa was the son of a man whose name was Jithra, an Israelite who had gone into Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruiah. Joab's mother. So Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. So David went to Mahanaim. Now Mahanaim had an interesting history. It was where Jacob had seen two angels when he was leaving Laban just before he met with Esau. It's right near there that he also wrestled with the angel of the Lord all night. And Mahanaim was the place where Saul's son Ishbosheth 
had ruled Israel for two years after Saul's death. It was a fortified city and a good place for David to be to take refuge. Now, Absalom made Amasa captain of his army. Amasa was actually David's nephew. And so you have not only a war, but you have a civil war. And then you have a family feud because you've got son against father and nephew against uncle and cousin against cousin. And that's really always the worst sort of conflict when it's a family conflict. Now, it happened when David had come to Maonaim that Shobai, the son of Nahash from Rabbah of the people of Ammon, Makir, the son of Amael from Lodibar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite from Rogalim, brought beds and basins, earthen vessels and wheat, barley and flour, parched grain and beans, lentils and parched seeds, honey and curds, sheep and cheese of the herd, for David and the people who were with him to eat. For they said, the people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. These men came from all around to bless David with much needed supplies for he and his people. When you have been faithful to God, when you have been doing his, his will, it is often surprising the people who will show up to bless you when you least expect it. Barzillai could have sided with Absalom, but instead, he decided to remain loyal to David. And you know what? It's just wise to stick with what you know and with whom you know. Never give up what you do know to gain what you don't know. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where David sends out his army against Absalom and Israel, giving orders to his captains to spare his son's life. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Samuel on Simply the Bible.